Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The job you have today does not have to be the job that you work until the day you die. The place that you live right now, the city, the country you live in right now, does not have to be the place you live in for the rest of your life. The relationship you are in right now may not be the relationship that you are in for the rest of your life. It doesn't have to be if it's not serving you. Just because you decided to make a commitment, which you should honor your commitments, but if things stop working out, if maybe it was good for one season of your life, but now as you're growing and you are progressing in life, you feel like it doesn't resonate with you anymore, it is okay to make a new decision. Do not delude yourself into thinking, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm doing research and I, I learned all of this stuff. Okay, but so what did you apply? If you don't take that leap of faith for that thing that you really want or something you're curious about, you will always live with the what if and it will eat at you. The thing you're doing right now in place of it could just be what's stopping you. The relationship you're in right now, the toxic one in place of the one that God has for you, in place of the one that you would ideally like to be with, right? You say you want a healthy relationship. You want somebody who does A, B, and C, but you have this person in your life occupying the space of the person who is supposed to come into your life and do that. If you are already miserable, you have nothing to lose. Instead of thinking, what if it doesn't work out? Ask yourself, what if it does? Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. Today's episode is like a pick-me-up in the middle of the month because I know that, you know, maybe in the first week, the second week of January, you know, New Year, New You, right? Right? And then, I don't know, you, you know, like sometimes it's like you have all of the motivation and encouragement and, you know, you feel more disciplined because you're getting stuff done because it's the new year, right? It always comes with that burst of motivation, but then after a while it starts dwindling down. It starts dwindling down. Now, for some it's later than others, but just in case, just in case yours already started dwindling, and you start looking at the days like, oh, just another day and you you already forgot it's a new year and, you know, you forgot about all of the motivation. This is not necessarily to motivate you, but it's to get you thinking about, you know, some of those things, some of those risks that you want to take, but you might be too afraid to take it. This episode is for anybody who wants to do something, but you keep telling yourself, well, what if it doesn't work out? Like, what if I get hurt? 
what if I don't like the job? What if I don't like that new city or that new country that I'm thinking about moving to? And I'm here to ask you, what if you do? Instead of thinking, what if you get hurt? What if you don't? What if you do like the job? What if you do like the new city? What if you do like the new country? Instead of always talking yourself out of things, this episode is to help you think of the other side that you might not have been considering the entire time. And I get it, like trying new things is always scary, especially if it requires you to step very far out of your comfort zone. Like it's new, it's completely new. It's something you've probably never done before. It's it's a stretch, okay? It's a stretch. And there's a quote that I think justifies or explains how people feel in regards to that whole thing. And it goes, the certainty of misery is preferable to the misery of uncertainty. And I know you might be thinking, yeah, absolutely. I would rather, you know, stay where I am versus make this new jump and it doesn't work out or I fall flat on my face or I don't like it and I end up miserable. But let me ask you a question. If you were so happy about where you were right now, if you were so satisfied, do you think you would be thinking of what's on the other side? Like, do you, would you be thinking that the grass is greener on the other side? Would you be considering that if you were so happy where you were? You see what I'm saying? Like, you're probably already miserable, right? You're probably already unsatisfied. You probably already don't like your situation. And you think that is better than the uncertainty, right? Than what lies ahead. But it's like, if you are afraid of, taking that leap of faith because you think what lies ahead is going to bring misery. So you had guess what? That's where you are right now. That is where you are right now. You're already miserable. So what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? You have so much more to gain. And the thing is, even if things don't work out, it's like, at least you got rid of that what if. And trust me, You might not think it's a big deal now, but I'm telling you long-term, you will be satisfied. You will be, you'll be much more happier at the fact that even if something didn't work out, you took a chance and now you know that it didn't work and you can stop thinking about it all the damn time. Like you can stop saying, what if I did this? What if I did this when I was younger? What if I tried this? What would have happened? What would my life have looked like today? If I tried A, B, and C back then, let's not do that, right? Let's not do that. And I already made a whole episode on not living with regrets and basically just crossing off the what ifs off of your to-do list. And I will leave that in the description if you want to listen to it. So I'm not going to get into that in this episode. In this episode, I'm going to get into the other side of that. I'm going to get into what if it does work out you are already miserable for the things in your life that you love, that you're satisfied with, that you're fulfilled with. You are not thinking about what else is out there because you are satisfied. But for the things you're considering, right? For that move you want to make, for that new job you want to apply for, there's a reason why 
you are thinking about what is on the other side. You are not satisfied. Do not let the certainty of your current miserable situation make you feel like that is so much better than uncertainty. Because one thing I can tell you as somebody who has tried everything that I've ever wanted to try, and I mean, I mean, there's still more that is on the to-do list, but in terms of things that I've thought of in the past, I've done all of it, right? It's the new things that I just started thinking of. That's what's on the to-do list, but I have no regrets. I have nothing. I have no what ifs. Okay. And not all of them worked out. Not all of my attempts were fruitful, but I can tell you, I am so much more lighter and happier that I took those chances because I did not let my current situation or the fear of the uncertainty stare me away from that. And I'll get into some examples in a few minutes, but that's pretty much the gist of what we are going to be talking about today because I want you to realize something very important, something that I realized in my pursuit of crossing all of my what ifs off of my list. One thing I have realized in all of that is that nothing is set in stone. Literally nothing is set in stone. If you don't like something, you can change it. It's not permanent. And the fact, again, the fact that you are thinking about changing, it means you're not satisfied. So why stay there? Why dwell in that? Because let me tell you something. One or two things is going to happen, and I'm speaking from experience. Either you're going to be the type of person who stays in your certain misery that you're comfortable with, that you know, and you will become the type of person who is just not fun to be around because you complain about everything. You always talk about what you could have done. You have a sour attitude. You're negative because you don't take risks. You don't take chances. You're not living your life to the fullest. So your energy just brings people down because you're miserable and you are not satisfied with your life. That's option A. Or option B, you could still be negative, but for the most part, you might be the type of person that turns all that negativity towards yourself. Like you will start to despise yourself. You will lose respect for yourself because you'll feel like, number one, you won't be confident, but you'll feel like you never did anything with your life. Like your life amounts to nothing. Like you will just feel sorry for yourself. You'll feel bad about yourself. And I'm telling you, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I've been on both ends of the spectrum. You know, sometimes they coincided, but I've been on both ends of the spectrum years ago. And I'm telling you, as somebody who decided to start crossing these things off, even if things don't work out, it's much better to at least know that you tried so you can stop thinking about it. Absolutely nothing is set in stone. The job you have today does not have to be the job that you work until the day you die. The place that you live right now, the city, the country you live in right now, does not have to be the place you live in for the rest of your life. The relationship you are in right now may not be the relationship 
that you are in for the rest of your life. It doesn't have to be if it's not serving you. Just because you decided to make a commitment, which you should honor your commitments, but if things stop working out, if maybe it was good for one season of your life, but now as you're growing and you are progressing in life, you feel like it doesn't resonate with you anymore, it is okay to make a new decision. Like literally, I don't know if you've ever heard this this quote or something like floating around on the internet, but there's like some quote that basically says that your new life or the life that you want is just a decision away, like something along those lines. And it sounds so simple, but it's absolutely true because if you decide that you are tired of the life you are living right now, you're tired of your relationship, you're tired of where you live, you're tired of your job, right? You're tired of what your major is in school and that's not what you want to do. You can literally decide to just change that. You can walk away. You can pack your things and move. You can get a new job. You can shave your head. You know, you can change your health for the better, right? You can educate yourself and change your health. Nothing is set in stone. And yes, I'm not going to ignore the elephant in the room and act like that's the easiest thing to do, right? Like these are major life decisions, but at the very least, you can start making a plan for that. You can start looking into that place you want to move. You can start looking into, you know, what a healthy lifestyle looks like. You can start going to therapy and healing and working on your boundaries to either improve your relationship or leave it and get into a better one, right? These things are not necessarily immediate. Some of them are, and I will talk about I'll talk about my experience with one of them in a second. But yes, some of these things take time. It's not always a snap of a finger type of decision, but I'm telling you, do not do not even let yourself be caught in the analysis paralysis either. Like don't get yourself stuck in research and whatnot and think and feel like you're doing something because you're researching and putting something together. At the end of the day, the only thing that's actually going to make a difference is if you actually take action, if you actually do the things that you are researching about. Research means nothing if you don't do anything with it. Do not delude yourself into thinking, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm doing research and I, I learned all of this stuff. Okay, but so what did you apply? What did you apply? You see what I'm saying? It means nothing if the knowledge is just sitting there in your mind or on your laptop, or in a book somewhere, you have to actually apply it, right? But that's just a side note. But I'm telling you, it's not worth it always feeling like, what if? It's not worth it to live with those regrets. And when you are, you know, basking in your misery and dissatisfaction and you start thinking about that major decision, that thing you want to try, but you're afraid to do it. Instead of asking yourself, what if it doesn't work out? Ask yourself, what if it does? Like, humor me just for a second. Humor yourself. After you do all of that sulking and you're like, oh, but what if it doesn't work out? What if I fail? Humor me and just say, what if it does work out? I want you to sit in that possibility for a second. What if it does work out? 
What if you move and you absolutely fall in love with the place that you move to? What if you shave your head and you fall in love with yourself because you let go of that attachment to your hair? What if you leave that relationship and maybe it it hurts at first, it's an adjustment, but what if it does work out? What if you discover who you really are outside of that relationship? And what if you fall in love with who you are outside of that relationship? What if you leave the job that you worked so hard to get and you wanted so bad and it does work out? What if you find something else that you really enjoy doing? What if you find something else that pays you so much more? Or what if you start your business and your business works out? What if everything works out? Like, start considering that instead of always dwelling in well, what if I fail? What if I hate this? What if blah, blah, blah? You know what? Like, I'm not going to expect you to do a complete 180 right off the bat. So I'm telling you, if you still have the mindset of what if it doesn't work out, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. But just do me a favor and do you a favor. And after you're done with all of that negativity, set a timer. Give yourself five minutes, 10 minutes, and just think, What if it does work out? And then think of all the things you stand to gain if you take that leap of faith. Now, let me tell you what happened in my life, what big risk I took and what it did to me. And by the way, (laughs) if you are not new, I just want to say ever since last summer, I have been hinting at some surprise that I had to share, some news, some major change that I made in my life, right? Ever since last summer, I was just, you know, I was dropping hints, but I never really told y'all what it was. Today is the day. And yes, I waited until after I was in a much better position to share this. So now that I'm, I feel good about it, now that I've processed everything, now that I have the lesson out of it, I'm going to share what that little secret, what that little thing was. Because in the moment of dealing with it, child, it almost took me out. <laughs> Mentally, emotionally, it almost took me out. But let me just tell you what it is and I'll explain everything. So... If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com slash journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The major decision, the major what if that I decided to take a leap of faith in and just jump into that, make a snap of a finger decision was leaving my job. And let me give you all a backstory so you can understand what happened here. I said that I wanted to work for that company when I was a sophomore in college. A sophomore. I was, what, 20 years old? Yeah, so sophomore in college, I decided I wanted to work for this company. And I put all of my effort and I worked hard to have the GPA, to have the grades, to network, to do well, to land this job, right? I had like a very singular focus, 100% clarity on what I wanted. And it was that, to work there. And ever since I was a sophomore, I made it my mission to get that job. From a sophomore, I went to a conference that they had From the conference, I got an internship for my junior year. And at the end of my junior year, before I even entered senior year, I got a full-time offer for after I graduated. So I didn't even have to interview for the job. I never even interviewed for jobs in college. I literally got an offer before I started my senior year because I made everything about working at that company. That is why it was so hard for me to leave <laughs> because, you know, I, it's like I didn't necessarily 100% love everything I was doing about that job, but I like the people that I work with. I had a good time there overall, right? But because I made it my life's mission to do this thing that I thought would bring satisfaction, happiness, whatever, it was very hard for me to leave it. And I, you know, at the time I left, I felt like it was time to go. Like I literally had a feeling that it was time to leave and do something different. I wanted to leave long before I left, a year before I left, but I was there another year because I was trying to do other things, make other things work out before I could leave. You know, like leaving your job is a big deal. You want to make sure you have income. You want to make sure, you know, the bills will be paid. Well, let me tell you something. Fortunately, I am an excellent saver. You know, I was good at saving. I saved my money. So when I left, I had no other job lined up. I had no plans, (laughs) no plans. But I did have about six months of savings. So just a disclaimer, I didn't quit cold turkey, okay? Rent rent was still due. Rent was still due. So I had about six months of savings and I said, you know what? I'm tired. It's time to leave. I need to take a risk and I left. Now, here's the thing about that. Leaving was hard for me because of what I just said, but it was also hard for me because I placed a lot of my value and my identity in that job. Yeah, I know. 
I know, I know, I know. I'm just being honest. Because it was one of the places that when you say you work there, like people are like, oh, really? You know, because they have like a tough recruitment process. It's like one of the, you know, like one of the best jobs, the best places to work if you are in my field. So I kind of like that because when I said I worked there, people just, they didn't ask me too much about it. They just assumed that I had my life figured out and I didn't. And I used that as like a cover, like, you know, like, for example, if you say you're a lawyer or a doctor, maybe you don't even like what you do anymore. You want to leave. But when you tell people you have one of these prestigious positions or you work at a prestigious law firm, they just assume you have your life together. So it's like, even if you don't know what you want to do with your life, even if you are dying on the inside, the fact that you don't have to explain that to people because you seem put together, it's it's kind of comforting. It's not the best thing to do, but I digress. That's what I did. Anyway, so, and on top of that, my gosh, on top of that, I felt like I was somebody who always played it safe in my life. I had never taken any major risks prior to leaving my job. I told y'all in previous episodes, I knew I didn't want to do accounting. That's what I graduated with my degree in. I knew I didn't want to be an accountant, but I was not brave enough to drop out and figure something else. Nor was I brave enough to change my major and add additional years to college, saying that it was that expensive and I was working to pay for school. So I just stuck it out, right? I was not brave enough to do a lot of the things that I wanted to do. And the fact that I, I I told you all before, I never knew what my purpose was prior to last year. I never knew what my purpose was. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I wasn't one of those people who always had it figured out, okay? And so I chose accounting as the easy route. I was like, nobody's going to question me if I'm an accountant. I can figure it out while I have a good paying job, right? And that's not a bad plan, but that just shows you how strategic I was. That just shows you how much I really always wanted to play it safe. And secretly, well, not always secretly, sometimes boldly, sometimes out loud, but for the most part, I always had like a genuine respect for people who took risks, for people who did not play it safe, for people who went to school and decided that that's not what they wanted to do and they dropped out, or for people who never even went to college because they did not feel like it was necessary. And whether or not you became successful, quote unquote, in terms of finances, whether or not things worked out for you, the fact that you were able to say, I don't want to go to college, despite the fact that society tells you that's what you need to do to be successful, whether or not things worked out for you, if you didn't go to college, I respect the fact that you chose not to play it safe and go the predictable route because I was not brave enough to do that. I thought that, you know what, if I don't have my life figured out, I need to have some type of safety blanket and I should probably go with the status quo in the meantime until I figure something out. This is not necessarily to comment on what's more strategic or what's smarter. This is to focus on who is 
more bold when it comes to taking risks. And I was not that, okay? I'm very much risk averse. Oh, I like to make calculated risks, right? Very, very calculated risks. So that's just a long way of saying I played things by the book. I always played it safe. I never took risks. And I just felt stuck because something that I planned to do, I did not love it anymore. And I just kept thinking, what if I leave my job and I don't get another one? What if I leave my job and things don't work out? What if what if I get evicted because something happens and I have no income? I had all of these stories playing back and forth in my mind. What if this works out? What if this what if this doesn't happen? What if this what if I fail? What if I fall flat on my face? How will I look being somebody <laughs> who went to school? graduated with a degree in accounting. And now when people come up to me in this period of time and ask me what I do, I say I'm unemployed. (laughs) You know, like I was just so concerned with what people would think about me, right? And so that kept me from quitting. So that's the backstory. Long story short, now you know I left my job and I... Let me tell you, the dopamine rush, the feeling I had on my last day of work, it was like no other. When I logged out and the Monday came and I did not have anywhere to log into because I worked from home, it was surreal. It was surreal. Now, for the first few weeks, I thought I had my life planned out. Things did not go according to plan, okay? That was a whole... That, that that's a whole episode within itself. I don't have enough time on this one to tell you about how that went. But long story short, I left my job and I did not work for eight months last year. Eight months. I was just vibing. <laughs> I was just vibing. I left my job and I did not work for eight months. And I got a job at the end of it, the one I have now. So I can tell you everything worked out and I love my new job. It's much better. They pay me more. Everything worked out, blah, blah, blah. But that's not even the main thing. Like the main thing was the respect and the confidence I gained in myself after taking such a big risk is unmatched. Like I literally felt and feel unstoppable because I took such a big risk. And eight months is a long time to have to think to yourself. Imagine most of us spend like eight, nine plus hours every day or every weekday at a job, right? I spent those hours doing random things or not random things. I did work on my podcast. I did work on myself. I did do a lot of healing, reflecting, getting closer to God. And like I said, I can make another episode about that if y'all are interested. If you DM me on Instagram, I will consider it. But there was a lot learned. There was there was a lot. There was a lot. There was a lot, right? But the confidence that I have for myself, the fearlessness and the boldness, the audacity that I gained 
just from making that decision, even if it was hard for a few months, even if sometimes I felt like, what am I doing with my life? The fact that I made the decision, I'm telling you, it's like one of the best things I could have ever done for myself. And I didn't get, I didn't decide to apply for jobs until month seven. So I did like two months of interviewing because, you know, you have to schedule back and forth and then wait for the offers and then wait for your start date and whatever. But so I intentionally did not look for another job. There was a lot going on, child. And I learned so much, but like the respect that I gained in myself, the respect, the confidence, the trust that I gained in God through that period of time is unmatched. It is 100% unmatched. And it was hard. It was 100% hard because I had to unlearn so many things. I had to face the fact that I had just taken the biggest risk in my life and there were all of these feelings and emotions that came with that that I had to address. I had to look at myself. I had all of this free time every day that I thought I was going to be super productive doing things that I wanted, working on my podcast, and I did not, it did not go as planned. It did not go as planned. But it went according to his plan. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? Everything worked out and I learned so much. But the the one of the greatest things, or two, I guess, of the greatest things that I got out of that was one, trusting God. And number two, the respect that I gained for myself, the confidence I developed within myself to know that I can make a drastic decision like this and I will be okay. Even if things are hard in the beginning, even if there are trials and tribulations that come with the decision, ultimately not playing it safe and deciding to walk out on faith and taking a risk and thinking, what if it does work out? And then just jumping, just taking that leap of faith is going to cause you to have so much respect for yourself. And it's like, now when new things come along, I don't necessarily go back to that, what if it doesn't work out thing? Because the confidence I gained from making that decision can now be applied to any other drastic life decision that I want to make. I would not be able to comfortably sit here and tell you on this episode things like nothing is set in stone and if you're not satisfied, you can change it unless I had that experience. Because prior to that, had I said those things, I would have felt like a fraud because I knew that I was unsatisfied with where I was, but I was too afraid to take the leap of faith. I remember when I moved into my first apartment in 2020, I put up a quote on the wall that said, everything you want is on the other side of fear. And I put it up on my wall because, you know, it was cute. It was decor, right? You know, nice little motivation, nice little positivity throughout the place. But let me tell you something. I did not really understand what that meant until last year when I left that job. I did not understand what that meant until last year. I had to have that experience to know this, for that quote to truly resonate with me and not just be some positivity, some mindless positivity on the wall, right? Just some woo-woo motivational quote like, you know, 
before it was cute, now it's real life. I have the experience, I have the knowledge and the experience for that quote to actually resonate with me. And I'm telling you, it is true. What you want is on the other side of fear because a lot of the fear, a lot of the things you are afraid of, some of it will never happen. And the amazing thing is that even if it does happen, you will overcome it. You will overcome the obstacles and then you will feel so much more better. You will feel so much better about yourself. You will feel so much more confident in yourself and in your ability to overcome adversity. And you will be a much better person all around. But staying where you are when you know you're miserable and saying, well, I don't know what's on the other side. Let me tell you, what's on the other side is what you want. It's what you actually want. It's the best version of yourself. You cannot get to the best version of yourself if you're afraid to take risks. You will never grow in your comfort zone. If where you are was fine enough for you to be the best version of yourself, you would already be it. And yes, I know I'm not trying to, you know, add some toxic positivity here and say, oh, don't love yourself because you're not who you envision in your mind. You're not living your ideal lifestyle. I'm not saying that. You need to love and appreciate yourself for where you are. But I'm telling you, it's like you're at this point where there's a door in front of you and everything you want is on the other side, but there is like a scary bridge to get to that door and a, a deep, like just, just blackness, like an abyss beneath it. You can't see what's there. You don't know what's there, but there's this bridge and beneath it is so deep, so far down. It's just black. You can't even see the bottom. And then there's a door on the other side. And everything you want is on the other side of the door. And you are so afraid of falling that you won't even take a step. But it's like, what if you don't fall? Or what if you slip and you get back up? Imagine the type of respect you will have for yourself after you cross that bridge and you open the door and you look back and it's like, yeah, I slipped. Yeah, I was hanging on by a string. Yeah, a few pieces of the bridge broke off with me while I was climbing it. But here I am. I'm still here. You know what type of respect you would have for yourself? You know what type of confidence you will have for yourself? Think about the trials and tribulations in your life that you have already overcame to get to this point. Like, I don't know about you, but life almost took me out a few times. Life almost took me out a few times. And I literally feel like a thug to still be here. Like, if you're not new here, if you listen to this podcast, if you listen to episode number six, I literally talk about how I almost took my own life. You know how amazing I feel to still be here? And the thing is, as you go on through life, as you progress, there will always be obstacles that come along for you to ascend and reach new levels. And I know it's scary at first, but think about what you've already overcame. Don't you feel so much more respect for yourself knowing that you've you went through these things and you overcame it and you're at a much better point in life. But what if you never even tried? What if you gave up? You would not have gotten to meet the version of you that you are today. And that's what's going to happen with the next version of you, that next level in, in your life, the things that you want. That's what's going to happen. You will never meet the version of yourself who has those things. You will never achieve those things. You will never see it. If you let the, what if it doesn't work out, stop you from ever taking the first step. 
if you don't take that leap of faith for that thing that you really want or something you're curious about, you will always live with the what if and it will eat at you. The thing you're doing right now in place of it could just be what's stopping you. The relationship you're in right now, the toxic one, in place of the one that God has for you, in place of the one that you would ideally like to be with, right? You say you want a healthy relationship, you want somebody who does A, B, and C, but you have this person in your life occupying the space of the person who is supposed to come into your life and do that. You're saying you're tired of your job, you want a new job, yet instead of looking at what else is out there, instead of being on LinkedIn, instead of networking with recruiters, with other people to get a referral, you are looking at how you can move up in your current job. Why? 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 You want to move to a new city at the end of your lease this year, and instead of looking up apartments in that new city, instead of watching, I don't know, vlogs, watching people who live there, instead of trying to familiarize yourself with the new city, you are looking at apartments in your current city to consider for when you renew your lease. Why? Why? The math is not mathing. Again, I know it's scary. Believe me, I have been there. I just told y'all I quit my job cold turkey and I did not work for eight months. The job that I worked three years to get and then worked in for another three years, I quit it with no backup plan, no interviews, nothing but vibes, nothing but trust and faith in God. I just quit it one day and I didn't work for eight months. Believe me, I know that's scary, but I have no regrets and I'm in a much better place now because I'm not sitting, I'm not one of those people who complain about my job because I don't like it. Why are you still there? Why are you bringing that to people every time they meet you? Every time somebody talks to you, they have to know about how you don't like your job. Why are you still there? Look for another one. If you are already miserable, you have nothing to lose. Instead of thinking, what if it doesn't work out? Ask yourself, what if it does? What if you love what your life is like on the other side of that jump? You will never know until you try. That is all I have to say this week, and I will talk to you next Sunday. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.